Born in 1849 in Poitiers, France, Blanche Monnier was a beautiful young woman who was born into an aristocratic family. When she was 25, she suddenly disappeared. When people inquired as to her whereabouts, her family told them that she had moved away. That is not what happened. Learn more about the terrible fate of Blanche Monnier on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935 after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by the Travel Photography Academy. Have you ever been on a trip and wondered why your photos don't turn out like the images you see in travel magazines? If you're going to spend thousands of dollars on a trip and hundreds to thousands of dollars on a camera, you owe it to yourself to get the highest quality images from your trip. That's why I created the Travel Photography Academy. I set out to travel around the world in 2007 with an expensive camera, and I had no idea how to use it. As I traveled around the world, I taught myself the art of travel photography, eventually mastering it to a point where I was named Travel Photographer of the Year three times in North America. The Travel Photography Academy is an online course that teaches you everything you need to know to master your camera and to take better photos on your next trip. To improve your photography and to get better images on your next trip, visit TravelPhotographyAcademy.com or click in the link in the show notes. Blanche Monnier was born on March 1, 1849, in the city of Poitiers in France. Her family were minor aristocrats with distant ancestry to the French nobility. By all outward appearances, her family was a normal, respectable family. Her mother was known for her charitable works and had even received a community award in recognition. There wasn't a hint of scandal surrounding the family. 
As she grew up, Blanche became a beautiful young woman. There are photographs you can easily find online which show her from this period. As a teenager, she had many suitors from the upper rungs of French society. However, to her parents, no one was ever good enough for Blanche. In 1874, at the age of 25, Blanche met an older man who was a lawyer, and Blanche wanted to get married. Her mother absolutely refused and was furious at Blanche for wanting to marry, quote, a penniless lawyer. Soon after, Blanche disappeared. No one knew where she went. Did she run away to get away from her mother? Did she elope with the lawyer? The parents told everyone that Blanche had gone to Scotland to attend a boarding school to finish her education. Eventually, the family told everyone that lovely Blanche had died, and they mourned her loss for years. Except that isn't what happened. Fast forward 25 years later to the year 1901. The Attorney General of Paris received an anonymous letter, which read as follows, quote, Monsieur Attorney General, I have the honor to inform you of an exceptionally serious occurrence. I speak of a spinster who was locked up in Madame Monnier's house, half-starved and living on a putrid litter for the past 25 years, in a word, in her own filth, unquote. The police at first found the letter to be suspect. The Monnier family had an impeccable reputation. Blanchard's brother was now a respectable attorney in Poitiers, and the family had always been active in the community. Nonetheless, the police decided to investigate the matter. They performed a search of the house and didn't find anything. However, they did detect a rather foul odor coming from the attic and decided to investigate further. The door to the attic was padlocked, so they broke through the door, and what they found inside was horrifying. Blanche didn't run away. She didn't elope. She didn't go to Scotland, and she didn't die. Blanche had been imprisoned in the attic for 25 years. She was found naked on a bed that had been encrusted with food, feces, and bugs. She looked like a living skeleton. Her weight was 55 pounds or 25 kilograms. In the police report which was filed, the scene was described as follows, quote, The unfortunate woman lying completely naked on a rotten straw mattress. All around her were formed a sort of crust made of excrement, fragments of meat, vegetables, fish, and rotten bread. We also saw oyster shells and bugs running across Mademoiselle's Monnier bed. The air was so unbreathable, the odor given off by the room so rank, that it was impossible for us to stay in the room to proceed with our investigation. Unquote. The police eventually went back in. The windows in the attic had been boarded shut. The police removed the boards, letting light and fresh air come into the room, which is the first sunlight Blanche had seen in a quarter century. Again, from the police report, quote, We immediately gave the order to open the casement window. This was done with great difficulty. The old, dark curtains fell a heavy shower of dust. To open the shutters, it was necessary to remove them from their hinges, unquote. Blanche was taken to a hospital, and her mother and brother, who still lived at home, were arrested. The news of this immediately became the talk of France. The newspapers had dubbed her La Sequestre de Poitiers, or the Sequestered of Poitiers. How could such a thing have happened? How could Blanche's mother and brother go on for so long perpetuating a lie? Moreover, why didn't the servants in the house say anything for 25 years? When Blanche was taken to the hospital, the doctors worried she might die because she was so underweight. They gave her a bath and began feeding her. Blanche commented on how wonderful it was to be clean again and to eat and no longer be imprisoned. She spent so much time in the dark that she had to reacclimate herself to sunlight. Her mother, not surprisingly, blamed Blanche's imprisonment on Blanche. She said that Blanche had always been violent and mentally unstable. Blanche's brother said that she could have left any time, but she chose to stay in the attic. The servants in the house said they were so terrified of Madame Monnier that they refused to say or do anything. Blanche's mother died 15 days after her arrest and was never brought to trial. 
Blanche's brother was sentenced to 15 months in jail, but managed to get it overturned on appeal, serving as his own attorney. The state didn't know what to do with Blanche. She obviously couldn't return to her family. She was also in no condition to live on her own. The 25 years of imprisonment had damaged her mentally. Doctors had diagnosed her with anorexia, schizophrenia, exhibitionism, and corporophilia. Eventually, she was put in the care of a psychiatric hospital, where she lived the rest of her days. She died in 1913 at the age of 64. During her brother's trial, it came out that for years, neighbors had heard screams coming from the attic of the Monnier house. However, no one did anything, because they didn't want to sully the reputation of the family and bring the wrath of Madame Monnier down upon them. In the end, one person, who was still not known to this day, did something about it and notified the police. That one person who acted was responsible for saving Blanche's life and ending her imprisonment. Executive producer of Everything Everywhere Daily is James Makala. The associate producer is Thor Thompson. Remember to leave a five-star review to get your review read on the show. They can be left at Apple Podcasts, Podcast Republic, or wherever you listen to the show. Also, you can help support the show over at Patreon.com. Patrons can get merchandise like t-shirts and hoodies, as well as having direct access to provide suggestions for future episodes.